What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Lady Bosses and Ben, an iHeartRadio podcast. Everybody out there listening, this is a big moment and I don't want to understate it. My name is Ben Higgins. I am the co-founder and president of Generous International, a company that exists to literally only do good in the world. We're best known as Generous Coffee Company. We sell products with stories behind them, mostly coffee, and we donate a percentage of our revenue, it's a large percentage, back to nonprofits and social causes that believe in humans and believe in fighting human injustice. Um, That is my mission. That is my calling. That is my daily job. And I now sit um, as the co-host on this podcast, Lady Bosses and Ben. And before we get to my my wonderful co-host, who is a lot more talented and has a pedigree a lot better than mine, uh, I want to take a second and, and speak to why I sit here in this seat. As a man, why do I want to sit on a podcast that supports women? And I guess my first answer would be, why not? Um, <laughs> I think that's a fair answer. I, I As somebody that has now ran and operated a company for eight months, I've seen the struggles in running a business. I've seen the pains. I've also felt the successes and the joys of it. And I've seen how hard it is. And I've felt alone at times. And I've needed a platform um, to share with somebody, with with somebody else to say, to make me feel not alone. Um, And and as we've dug into that a little deeper, uh, I've realized that there's a lot of women out there in leadership. And Jesse will speak to this in a second that have probably felt alone because they fought battles that I will never understand and never know. But I want to understand and I want to come alongside and I and I want to support um, because uh, Generous just hired our first uh, couple employees and, and they just happened to be all women because they were the most talented and they fit our company best. Um, and, and I've as I've, I've worked alongside them, I've just realized uh, that there is nothing um, that I want more than to see people feel known, be known, and to feel uplifted. And I think that's exactly what this podcast will be. So Lady Bosses and Ben uh, is a podcast focused on empowering and supporting women in leadership in whatever arena they're operating in. And for that, we brought on um, Jesse Draper. Jesse, thanks for joining me on this journey. Oh, thanks, Ben. I'm a fourth generation investor and entrepreneur, and I'm the first female. So this is really important. And to me, I'm very passionate about what we're doing. I run a company called Halogen Ventures, and we invest in female-founded consumer technology companies, some of which are Sugarfina, one's called Flex, one's called The Skim. And basically, we uh, help support products for women that are run by women. Um, And, uh, you know, this is just everything that I'm about. You know, I want to give women more media exposure, women business leaders, because as a young girl, I grew up in this community of uh, men in suits, which, you know, I love men and I love men in suits, but uh, I was the only girl in a lot of these rooms. So I really have dedicated my life to trying to support women in business 
whether that be through media exposure or through funding. And so that's why we invest in early stage companies with female business leaders. So for anybody out there listening and wondering what you'll get out of this podcast, you're going to get some business insights Mm -hmm. from Jesse, from myself and from our guests. You're going to get some encouragement and it's about uplifting people to make them feel like they've been created on purpose and for a purpose. And that's what this podcast will do. Who knows where this journey will take us. But today it's taking us to our very first guest on this episode. Who is it, Ben? It's the beloved, the talented, the super busy, (laughs) Allison Sweeney. (laughs) Wow. Thank you. (laughs) Beloved. Beloved. Yeah. I like that. So you have a lot going on. Yes, but I'm a mom, so I feel so like there's that's always, just built in. So you've had like an entire day before 8 a.m.? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what's, uh, actually, how do you juggle it all? <laughs> um, gosh, it's, you know, I get that question a lot. I think that it comes down to time management, right? It's like I have a, you know, a calendar on my phone and I just try to keep track of all the lists of things that you have to do. And um, I'm a multitasker, right? Like it's okay on the way to drop off Ben at this, I'm going to pick up that at the thing and I have to come back and, you know, bring three things from the dry cleaner and, uh, do the conference calls on the phone when you're there. Yeah. It's just about getting it all done and just making it work, just making it work. Yeah. And so sometimes I'm on, you know, conference calls with like legitimately, you know, four or five people trying to be busy. And I say to my kid, like, okay, shh, you know, cause you have the Bluetooth. And so my kids are in the car. I'm like, shh. Don't let them know you're here. (laughs) It's harder when your kid's too, because like he's just singing and being crazy. You know, I can never get him to. Oh yeah, sorry, that's my kid. He's shouting. Right. The the thing I'm interested as you guys talk here, you're super busy. That's obvious, and you have to plan your days out hours in advance. Yeah, usually the day before, at least. And and I'm imagining it gets tiring at the end of the night. So this, this is kind of the, the world I want to operate in because Jesse and I have talked and we've talked to a few mothers in the past um, who obviously have a thousand things on their plate. Why do you do all of this? <laughs> that is a good question. I guess, well, I love it. I love everything that I do. I love being a mom. It's amazing. And the all the little stuff my daughter um, just said something really funny and, and the other day and it just those little moments mean so much to you right and I was just about to like uh censor the story because I realized I there's not gonna be kids listening to this right we we, we accept all we yeah not to judge I mean I'm not against kids listening but if your kid is listening and they're of a certain childhood age um maybe you want to like fast forward the next 10 seconds but the story the story is that my mother (laughs) Megan came to me and said um uh talk to me about Santa Claus and I was like, what do you want to talk about? And she was like, mom, come come on. Like, is that, is he real? For real? And I was like, oh my God, okay. <laughs> no, no. And she had this big smile on her sh- face and she said, I grew up. I, I got it. I, oh. I'm, I'm grown up now. And oh, I she's was a like, big girl now. Oh. <laughs> oh. I totally did. It was the cutest thing. And so she took this moment of like, she was so proud of herself for figuring it out. And then hilariously, I was like, so about those elves? <laughs> and, she was, and she was like, wait, what? The elves? And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. And she, so those are torture. Like, I love them dearly. The elf on the shelf is amazing. But that's, that, that's one of the moments you can I, give it up. I, I could live without it. Um, but just in general. So those things like are just the highlight of my day and my week and my life. And I treasure them. And then I love my career and it matters to me. It matters to me for who I am and feeling fulfilled and having ideas that that, that I read a book and then I'm standing there on the set and we're making the movie. Hmm. And I'm looking around at this crew and this cast. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is. This all came from me sitting uh, someday in, uh, at a beach and reading and thinking like, wow, that'd be a good movie. And now here we are doing it. And then the fans who tweet at me or follow my, me on Instagram and comment on it and how much they loved it. It all just it all comes together and it feels so fulfilling and fun and interesting and hard. And I am someone who has never shied away from a challenge or hard work um you know Jesse and I kind of come from similar upbringing my dad is a hard worker and he would always just take that really seriously if I wanted to know how to spell a word he was like well here's the dictionary you could go figure it out and and that just has been a big part of my life and so I like I like when something is hard and I'm going to work hard to get it and then when I do I'm so proud of myself 
And you've been working your whole life, right? Yes. What? When did you start Days of Your uh, Days st- of Our Lives? Well, I started working at Days of Our Lives when I was a teenager, when I was sixteen. Um, but I started doing commercials when I was four, so I had sort of been in the industry a lot as a kid, and, and it's a really weird um, sort of tough dynamic. But there's a lot of expectation on kids in TV or in the entertainment industry that in the end you have to be professional, right? Like you have to know the lines and you have to hit the mark and say the line and do what the director told you to do and if you don't, all the adults are groaning at you, the little kid. And so, uh, that again, that's an example of just, you know, I've worked with a lot of kid actors in my career that um, didn't really want to be there. And, you know, the parents are unfortunately now in a power dynamic where it's like, if you do the scene, I'll get you a lollipop. And uh, my mom was never like that. My mom said, I'll take you home right now. If you, if you don't want to try hard, if you're not going to learn your lines, then we're out of here, kid. And I just I just wanted it. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. So I loved what you said before where you said, you know, it, all of this matters to you because you, you know, obviously your kids, but then also for you and who you are. And I do find, especially when uh, I meet other working moms, that you have a kid and you you go through the, a little bit of an identity crisis because you're like, wait, now I'm a mom also? Like, what right. does that mean? And um, what hmm. motivated you to continue uh, working? Was it the sense of identity or, you know, you probably could have sat back and stopped? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, and lots of people do. And I totally, totally respect that because I think it is each person has their own journey. I happen to have a, a career path that allows me to, have more freedom than a full-time job, you know, where you're, you have these set routines. So I'm, I'm a little more flexible than that. So I was able to really kind of come back to that sooner after I was a a new mom. But I I remember the decision-makings being so different, like decision-making. Did I say that right? Yeah. 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 So all of a sudden we've been overthinking words today. So, Oh, okay, good. So (laughs) when, um, I fit right in, uh, you know, like when you're not a parent, you can say, like, let's go skydiving for my 30th birthday. When you're a parent, all of a sudden you think to yourself, like, what if I leave my child, you know, motherless because I wanted to do something crazy like go skydiving? And all these responsibilities weigh on you uh, on such a deeper level. And and there is this accompanying guilt that I, I for one, have never managed to avoid Um but I love my job and I, 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 it is for me and I'm not ashamed to say that. And I talk to my kids about, you know, that they need to find things for them that they love. And I think, you know, the relationship my husband and I have sets a really good, I mean, obviously you couldn't do any of it without, you know, a partner, someone who, at least for me, I, I, I Dave and I work really well together and it, it's, we're so lucky um, to have each other, but but that we model a good dynamic so our kids see that it is team sport, you know, parenting. Like, we work together and we help each other out and we have each other's backs. How did you meet him? Um, so uh, our parents, we have a sw- small town story. Uh, Dave's dad is a violinist and my mom is a violinist and they worked together uh, doing recording for feature film soundtracks since before we were born. So they knew each other, you know, our, essentially our whole lives. And my parents tell embarrassing stories about how I chased Dave around oh the God. swimming so pool when I was four each years other old. Forever. Yeah. Oh, wow. And um, he's four years older than I am. So we were just friends and he had to babysit me and horrible things like that when we were kids. <laughs> and then... Um, and then he went and he's a California Highway Patrolman and he went off to the college and then the academy and I started working at Days of Our Lives and we didn't really see each other for uh, several years. And then his parents, I love a podcast because I can tell this whole story. I feel yeah. like this is, I've never really had the time to just sit here and like, I love it. Or all of you. So we're in no rush. Need, yeah, we're, yeah. You need to You're our highlight up. of the day. I know. Totally. How does that feel, Allison? <laughs> Literally, I came, I flew from Denver to LA. For this? For this? No. For this. Wow. Of course. No, I did. Yeah, I just I got here. Make better story. Okay. Well, I'm going <laughs> to do my very best to impress you uh, anyways, it's great. And he's a he's a police. So he's a California Highway Patrolman. So yes. how many tickets have you gotten? Um, I have gotten more than I should have. I, sh- I should say <laughs> for, for the good driving I should be doing. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I, I don't get very many. <laughs> but you probably know all the guys pulling you over now. Yeah, I had a funny experience the other day where, uh, in fact, I was like, you know, I drive really carefully and, you know, I have my phone like on the thing. So I'm not touching it and all that. And I have my hands on those steering wheels so no one would get confused. 
uh, and that I'm texting while I'm driving or anything. And and uh, I saw a patrol car on the freeway and it pulls up next to me. And I'm like, don't look at the cop because <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to act natural. <laughs> and he's like pacing me. He's right next to me and there's traffic moving forward. So I know there's plenty of room in his lane. He could go forward. And so finally I look over and he gives me like a wave. And I call Dave afterwards. I was like, why are your friends like can't they just leave me alone? it's frightening when we're driving i get i think That's i'm in so trouble I get it's a very stressful it's thing but so he just stressful. gave me a little like hey what's up and i was like uh hello? <laughs> funny well ali what are you um do we get to hear the whole at? meetup oh, yeah, story sorry, I oh totally yeah interrupted no yeah. no yeah right so the end of the story is just that we hadn't seen each other in many years his parents were hosting a party and my um friend and i this really good girlfriend of mine uh went with my parents to their party and he was there and you could tell because there was like the patrol cars out front and whatnot. And I um, I literally took my friend. And I was like, get away from me right now because she was too pretty. And I was like, I, so I made, reintroduced myself. <laughs> Did you put her in a closet? Yeah, well, essentially, I was like, don't come talk to me for 20 minutes. That's a- hide, hide in the bathroom. <laughs> see, that's stuff I didn't know happened. That's this is awesome. the good. See, I'm already. Yeah, I'm uh, we started we the podcast by saying I'm going to learn a lot from all the women that we're bringing on this podcast. That's yeah. one of those things. That happens, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get away well, from you me. You're just, too pretty. Yeah. yeah. You just have that's to, great. You know. Just, be careful. You yeah, just, that's awesome. Just, safe. just you have to just move away the pretty friend. Like right. it's a normal thing. I don't feel that that's unreasonable. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, she was totally cool about it. She was like, "You're right." Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ali, you are working on a really cool project right now um, for Hallmark. Will you tell us about that? So yes. it's the Chronicle Mysteries. The Chron- the Chronicle Mysteries are a new mystery series of movies on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Channel. And this and, is the first thing you have fully owned. Yes. So I have uh, executive produced a couple of projects for Hallmark, and now I am branching out. You know, I have my own uh, umbrella out, and I'm doing my own projects. So I own them, and I am producing them, and I star in them. That's amazing. Yes. And so where are? what's the first one coming out? What, what can we watch? Uh, so the first one will be released in January. We don't have a air date yet but it'll we're actually gonna do a series of them um all every week for three weeks uh in january and february in in hallmark so uh, on hallmark movies and mysteries so we just finished shooting the first one and we are shooting two more this fall that's awesome and how are you uh, so you run the whole show are you uh, are you um you're producing like how many people are you kind of looking after and are you just making how does that work that's how a good do you question uh, run a movie situation (laughs) there's a lot to it by the way it is a complicated and it's funny because when you're an actor um it all i mean sort of my interest in getting behind the scenes all started uh from my many years on television where you would sit on a set with a script in your hand thinking like did anyone think through you know this moment that really like here we are and that sets there did no one consider the options of how to make that better and um i I just often wanted to be in those meetings and in those conversations like what what really could have what could we have done here to make this better. And so I ended up finding an opportunity for myself with that in producing. And um, and so you find yourself with all the different departments, right? You oversee there's a prop department and wardrobe and makeup and hair and set design. I mean, there's 100 people, 150 people who work, you know, all together post-production. And um, I love it. I love the minutia. I I sweat small stuff. (laughs) Like, I, I'm totally into all of it. There's no decision too small that I would want someone else to make without me being a part of it. I mean, I grew up my whole life. Well, I guess my childhood watching you. So, you know, big, you know, but you oh, jump from you. from days of our lives. Yes. To hosting. And now you're operating this. I mean, let's what would you call um, this new Hallmark endeavor? You're operating a small business or a pretty big business. Yeah, but, in a, sense. a production company. Yeah. A production company. Yeah, and- I mean, were you nervous for these steps? These are some drastic changes, right? It, from from the viewer standpoint, jumping from days of our lives to hosting is like, oh, yeah, it's TV. Right. But when you're in it. It's a thousand times different. And then you go to behind the scenes to managing everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's these are huge changes. Were you nervous? Yes, uh, definitely. I mean, it's hard when, the, and for me, the hardest was when you're the person employed by someone else, you can be the squeaky wheel. You can go for it and mm. say, I have this great idea. I want you to, have you considered this? I know it's a little bit of money, but I really think you could, you know, at least try it or have you thought about it? But when it's you and you're you know, the buck stops here. 
um, it's it's hard because people are going to come to you with opinions, but you don't you're the one who has to ultimately pull the trigger and decide how how that unfolds. And and it's there's this gut feeling. I mean, ultimately, what I've learned in my career is that I I do find that I go with my gut. It's really important to have good people with good opinions around you that you trust and and value. But in the end, you you have to commit to something based on some feeling inside of you. And I, I really believe in that and it served me well. Um, but yes, it's definitely comes with nerves and, you know, you, you sweat at night. I, I'm writing emails in my head and thinking about, oh, God, all the list of things to do. And did I make the right call there? And oh, it's, it's a lot. It keeps you up at night. It does. Yeah. Because everybody out Jesse and I, you know, our, our audience out there listening, people from all age groups, people who want to be, you know, leaders in business or in acting entertainment and sports these are these are women and men out there listening who are say I just want a little nugget of truth authenticity and insight into how I can help take these steps and you're saying a lot of it is intuition and I and here's the difference and I want all of us informed just, intuition and yeah sure. good knowledgeable intuition things that we're, we're educated on I think is an important thing we don't just want to jump at things we have no clue at yeah um here and I want us all to talk about this for a second because I think growing up, I was always told, you know, follow your heart, but it never really made sense to me because I, you know, as a teenager, your heart is telling you to go a thousand different ways at a thousand different times. And I know my heart was not always telling me the right thing. Now, as I, you know, enter into my thirties and I'm leading a business and doing these podcasts. Are intu- you following your heart? I, I'm saying intuition. Is seems- your heart here? My heart is here. Yeah. Good. My heart is here. I feel good. But it's an interesting transition where sometimes it's not the schooling or the education I have that guides me. As you're saying, it's just our intuition, our knowledgeable intuition. So how much of an impact does that actually play in your day, in, in all of our daily lives? That's a great thing to talk about because I think you're right, especially when you're young. You know, I wouldn't tell my 12-year-old to follow his heart. I, mm. I think he, he has to learn um, to be try hard and make tough decisions and what is the right path, right? I think some people's hearts might just be like on the sofa watching Netflix. Yeah. And and so, well, so let's stop there. Wrong, no, but right? let's stop there for a second because I want to continue this this thought. What would your ends cuz this is where this is the nugget that we need and I don't know it. I'm asking you, what if your heart is telling you that? Because we can all joke and say that's not wrong, but it is. We don't we know nobody wants to live their life from the moment they were born to the time they pass saying, you know what I got to do? I got to watch a lot of great Netflix. And right. that was that's my legacy. Right. That's that is what I'm known for. Right. So what if your heart is telling you that? Yeah, I think that there's a difference between following your heart um and trying to make a difference. Like mm. or or like, it depends. I, I don't think following your heart is the right Thing for like your career path I think it, once you've chosen a career path it, for all sorts of different reasons once you're in it and you're stuck in a tough situation and you're thinking like oh, what should I do this should I zig or zag you know that's where your intuition comes in and your heart might be telling you this or when you're choosing to get married you know I mean that's uh. a good moment to follow your heart right but I think um <laughs> I, I think with your goal for life you're right it needs it, it shouldn't just be about like what was comfortable or it's what was fun check. it's like a gut it's check it's gotta be about like what difference can I make what what can I do to leave an impression with other people yeah it's the gut check it's, it's so interesting check. there's so many things there that this I think what makes this conversation so unique and talking to you because I, do, I, I, I have studied you that's weird preparing for this we do our homework um, you've jumped around You've done a lot. You're doing a lot now. Jesse, you do a lot. You're a mom. You're a wife. You're a leader. You're an entrepreneur. I'm working really hard for Allie right now. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. You're working. And we, we, we're starting this podcast. And, and I think so many people out there, including myself, as I started this business, I, you know, Allie, just to let you know, I just uh, started a company in January called Generous, and I'm, I'm operating and running it full time now. And for me, my biggest concern, if I'm honest, was I'm not smart enough to do this or I don't have the ability, the time to do this. But but, uh, what I would say to that is the fact that you even are willing to have that thought run through your mind puts you leaps and bounds ahead 
of anyone who was like, I got this. I know what I'm doing. The fact that you're willing to ask those questions and challenge yourself and do I really know, am I really sure, is already going to pave the way for you to have tremendous more opportunity and success and um, knowledge come your way because you're willing to learn. It's people mm -hmm. who learn it's it's what you learn after you think you know it all that counts, right? So you gotta you gotta keep your mind open and mm. be aware that you don't know everything. I think yeah, I think it's never safe to be the person in the room who thinks they know everything. That's right. totally. Like I think that's that always concerns me. If especially yeah. with founders I meet or what have you, like you should never think you're the smartest person yeah. in the room. Or yeah, I mean that's incredible though because we sit here, right, Allison? You you're known for a thousand things. Jesse, you're known for a thousand things. You've been on TV. People can sit here listening to this and going, "Oh, that's they're different, right?" Sure. I'm a fan of Allison Sweeney. I've watched her on TV. She's a celebrity. She everything's gold plated to her, right? And you're saying, "What? Not at all. Not at all. No, you had to work freaking hard. Yeah. I just didn't know if we could swear on this podcast, so I changed it. I don't. I, no, I problem. like freaking. Yeah. So F R I C K. I don't know. I, I know. Freaking is a weird word. It happened really quickly. We don't need to overthink that word. Okay, great. So, but the answer is no. I to me, it didn't come easily. I mean, I could see where how that's. I'm sure people are sitting there rolling their eyes, like, "Oh, you're on TV." I mean, uh, first of all, I would say that soap operas, um, in particular, are like the real manual labor, heavy, heavy lifting of entertainment industry. I mean, you are busting your butt, memorizing 50, 60, 70 pages a day of dialogue. I mean, the, that crew works harder th than you can imagine standing there whole, whole, with cameras all day. And and you have to work fast and you start early. And it, it's a lot, right? It's yeah. labor intensive, that job, for entertainment. Um, but also just knowing that for me, uh, it was always, well, maybe you, as an entrepreneur, you'll appreciate that, like, as an actor, you're always sort of waiting for the phone to ring. And hoping that someone will like you enough to hire you. Mm. That's a really uncomfortable, sort of horrible position to be in. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it just, how it makes you feel about yourself. And um, it just never felt, I'm, I'm always a little bit more of a doer than that. And so. So you made it happen. So you I make was, it happen. Yeah, you have to go out there and make things happen. And however that unfolds, for me, um, a lot of that came from saying yes to opportunities. So hosting the show, the reality show, and, and she was it host really is the biggest loser. And, and it was just, it wasn't like one thing where it was just, oh, magically there was this phone call and I was offered this opportunity. It was, it was a several steps of meeting right people and taking opportunities as they came my way. In fact, the producers who did that show had done this really cool um, celebrity cooking show earlier and they had invited me to be a guest celebrity like chef and i busted my butt to like learn how to do the cooking and, I, and i'm competitive anyway i mean let's not yeah. kid ourselves i wanted to win <laughs> like just for me but you know that ends up sort of being interesting and making good tv and y you you're willing to do all those opportunities and say yes when things come your way and and um sort of i think for me, one of the defining moments in my career at NBC was when I was on Fear Factor. Huh. That was terrifying, like literally physically terrifying. Oh, yeah. And yet I still feel like that was a it turned out to be this incredible opportunity for me moving forward in terms of how the executive saw me and that I was willing to like that I'm a gamer and cool <laughs> and willing to take a chance. And um, I, I just think in general, my career is really marked by these opportunities that a lot of people might have not even seen as an opportunity or not have known to say yes to. And yet I was like, yeah, let's do it. I'll go there. I'll fly there. I'll wear that. I'll do, I'll try it. You know, why not? I love that. She, you say yes, you say yeah. yes and you make it happen. And I think you obviously work incredibly, incredibly hard. Um, you know, I've heard a lot about working with Hallmark and they seem to be really empowering a lot of women actually right now, which I love. Like, did have you, has that been a good experience? And do you really feel like you own it and you have so much control there? It seems like they really, um, I know my friend Autumn Reeser is doing a bunch of movies with them and they're just really letting people produce and create their own um, content. Yeah. Uh, Hallmark has been an, a great family to work with. Um, the people that work there are hardworking and sincere and they have found this market of uh, audience that is so hungry for this kind of entertainment and and a lot of it is very female driven so there's female leading characters and an, an audience you know by and large female audience though I think you know their husbands we try to get the husbands to watch too or you know whatever um, 
Husbands but, watch, definitely. Totally. My dad's a huge fan of okay, Hallmark. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Um, but uh, so as a result, I think they really find themselves just naturally inclined to hiring female uh, writers and directors and starring, you know, stories that empower women in, in the narrative. And and for me, that's just been awesome. I mean, I, I think that I try to... I do believe in empowering women, but I think it is also just the function of trying to find the best person for the job, um, different from just giving someone a job because she's a woman. And so for me, finding awesome men and women who want to tell this story it, it has an equal opportunity employer. Like you just want to make sure that everyone has a chance to be a, a part of that. And the women that I have had the blessing to work with are incredible. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. It's not just about women and empowering women. It's, you know, it's a partnership. Um, I think that's really, really important. And, um, you know, you you do so many things as we keep um, reiterating, and it's really just inspiring to see. Um, but a lot of people, I mean, I follow you on Instagram, and it is, it's inspiring for my fitness. It's inspiring for yeah, my... Like oh, nice. cooking, Thanks, like you yeah. just you cooked some recipe and you took a picture of like just sort of from the sky of oh Megan whatever. Megan was my photographer. You were cooking. Oh, that. your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering how you got that. Brilliant. Put your put your child. Yeah, on the put counter. her to work. Okay, Allison. Let me. What's your uh, for anybody out there listening? It's just for the people out there listening. Um, <laughs> right. No one else gets to know. <laughs> no. What is your Instagram handle? It's at Ali Sweeney. A L I Sweeney. Ali Sweeney. Can I call you Allie? Sure. Is that please. weird? That's what you think Allison Sweeney, everybody, is set to top line in the new Hallmark movie franchise, The Chronicle Mysteries, which is backed by popular demand from Hallmark's movie and mysteries franchise. Allison, before we say goodbye to you, I have one last question. Wait, I have to go? Unfortunately. <laughs> stay forever. I, mean, I would like you to stay. Um, there's a lot here to unpack, and I, and I feel like if we would have just sat down we could we this could be a 4 hour podcast with you 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 have um knowledge and and things to share and i and i know you're sharing them and the last piece of knowledge that i want from you that i'd ask from you that i want from you that sounded so aggressive. Um, it's okay. I it didn't actually. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it did at all. Did it? all I right. think we're just like all overthinking. No, I'm just today. I'm just sensitive. Um <laughs> all of this is happening. All of this is going on. All of the success and and it has been success. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? What are you reaching for? What do you dream? What are you dreaming this all turns into? And so, and remember, for anybody out there listening to this, this is this is a nugget of knowledge for all the listeners. Oh, I feel like there was a lot of pressure. Take a breath. Take a breath. I know. I, is there a light at the end of the tunnel? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm 41, and in some ways, I feel like. I'm just getting started. I mean, honestly, this career I have now with Hallmark and hopefully, you know, other buyers too uh, down the line um, is honestly what I dreamed of when I was four years old. This is I told my dad when I was four years old that I was going to do this for a living. And now here I am doing it. And and so in some ways, I feel like I'm just getting started um, and that everything I've done up until this point, all the incredible opportunities I've had. And and not the least of which is Days of Our Lives and the friends I've made and the experiences that I've had and getting to go back and be on Days again this fall has been so fun and interacting with the fans about it. But all of that feels like just something I've learned or, or, or just this like whole big um, – I'm picturing that scene in um, that Ben Stiller movie where – what does he call it? Like his uh, Meet the Fockers. No, it's where he's an actor and he's talking about his like um, Zoolander. No. Yeah, yeah. What does he call it? Like a buffet of tricks mm. of his skills, right? Like all these things yeah. that you learn and pick up along the way that that you can use moving forward, right? And um, I just totally butchered that expression, so I'm sure I'll hear about it later on social media. <laughs> feel free to feel free to correct me. I appreciate it. Um, and but but what I'm trying to say is like you you just it, I think no matter what you do in life you pick up stuff along the way and learn from it and take it with you as you go right like whether it was good or bad a good news or bad news story or a great outcome or a terrible outcome I mean in fact um, you know one of the best things I've learned about in sports is that you don't get better until you fail like you ha you have to fall down you have to struggle to improve and um, so now for me, the light, I guess, ultimately the answer to your question, the simple answer, and maybe like the cop out would be to say like, to help my kids succeed. I mean, mm -hmm. to me, um, and in fact, Ken Corday, 
uh, who's the owner of Days of Our Lives, said to me when he when I came and told him I was pregnant for the first time, because of course, you know, you have to tell your boss and it's going to be a big nine months of hiding behind um, uh, potted ferns <laughs> and carrying groceries on set, just, you know, and carrying big coats and stuff, which is just so complicated. Um, but he said to me, you're, you're now at a point in your life where you, instead of reaching, you're going to be turning around and, and pulling someone else oh. up with you. And uh, there is some truth to that. So in the end, the, the easy answer and the true, and it is also true, is that all I want for the rest of my life is to create a situation for my kids to be healthy and happy and um, productive and to leave their mark, help them learn to leave their mark on the world, right? So um, that's really what I want. And my husband and I talk about it all the time, our parenting. Are we doing it right? What did we... What? what a disaster that was or we did really great i mean let's be honest my husband and i are good at like patting ourselves on the back we're good we're very good at like you need that, that awesome. though i think yeah. you need that in a relationship totally you need to pat each other on the back um but or yourselves if you if your significant other isn't patting you you can pat yeah yourself. you can pat yourself yeah uh, believe me i am definitely like oh, i handled that really well um but <laughs> you know um so 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 but for me the there there is no end to that tunnel mm. i i am gonna keep i hope mother for the rest of my life mm. i am always open to new experiences and new opportunities and whether that's in work or travel or finding a combination of both or getting my kid into college or whatever it is I'll be calling you for that. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but you know, you just, you just. I, I hope I continue to learn. I hope I continue to struggle. I hope, hope I continue to have fun with my friends, and I hope that that I just keep going. Allison Sweeney, everybody, she's just getting started. <laughs> she's just Allison, getting thank started. You. Thank you so much. Thank you. Allison Sweeney is really great. If this podcast just has guests like that forever. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I I mean, really excited about it. And I think this next guest, we're gonna. This is some crazy stuff. I know you're excited about this next. Yeah, guest. it's wild. It's just how excited are you? I'm really uh, intrigued. Let's say intrigued. Intrigued. Yeah. Um, Jay Kant is is our next guest. Jay Kant has created the ultimate dessert pairing by combining ice cream and Taylor ham, aka pork roll. I'm from Indiana. I know about a pork roll or two, which is processed sandwich meat has become the newest sensation. Jake believes Taylor ham ice cream alone would be gross, but when he adds some fresh toast maple syrup to it, it creates the perfect sweet and salty balance. Jesse, real quick, why do we bring Jake Hunt on this podcast? Because this is for our segment, Things You Didn't Know You Needed, Ben, and I do need this. You know, I'm a breakfast person. So you eat, yeah. Like, I, this could be breakfast. French toast, <laughs> maple syrup. I don't know, Jesse. And uh, ham. That's a, that's a stretch. Well, let's ask Jake. Jake Hunt, welcome to Lady Bosses and Ben. Hi, guys. Hey, Jake. Hey. Um, Jake, we're talking about your ice cream. It's It's world famous, we hear. Um, incredibly tasty. Jesse thinks it could be breakfast. So start this thing out. Can you eat this for breakfast? Uh, you can eat this for breakfast. Do you um, eat it for breakfast? Do I eat it for breakfast? No. Uh, you can eat it for breakfast if it's if you're going to eat it again for lunch and for dinner, I guess. When so. do you eat it? Uh, every single day. <laughs> it's insane. Okay, Jesse, real quick here. It has two pounds of Taylor ham. To, uh, okay, so two pounds of Taylor ham can be found in two and a half gallon container of ice cream. That's a lot of yep. ham. That's a lot of ice it cream too, to be ham. honest. Because that's like, do you buy a two and a half uh, gallon crate of ice cream? <laughs> I never have. <laughs> Me neither. I don't think my freezer would fit it. But that's a lot of ham, uh, definitely. So Jake, <laughs> where does this idea come from? Uh, so we're here in Jersey. Uh, so we wanted to come up with. Things that were very distinctly New Jersey in terms of ice cream to, to celebrate our fifth year in business. Uh, so when you think of Jersey, you kind of think of Taylor Ham, or hopefully you think of Taylor Ham or Pork Roll uh, first. So we thought, why not? Why not put it into ice cream? We're, we're all about putting crazy things into ice cream. So that seems like the illogical first step to creating this collection. It's it's interesting to me because Jesse and I were just talking. 
Jesse is an investor into a lot of different companies. Um, and I know for you, starting this product line probably was a huge risk. I mean, ham alone's not inexpensive. You're churning up your ice cream. You're throwing a bunch of maple syrup, only the highest quality maple syrup, may I say, and toast of into course. this ice cream. It's a huge risk. Why is this the product that you choose to tackle? Why not? Uh, hey, that's we, what, just like, let's pause there. Why not? Yeah, why, why, not? Not? why not? Why not? Is this the product yeah. that drives you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not at all. Uh, you know, being able to be creative pretty much every day is what drives me. Uh, uh-huh. So Taylor Ham is just kind of just was just kind of the beginning for us uh, for this collection. We've we've released uh, a tomato pie ice cream since then. So you know, being able to to be creative and do something that people love is kind of what, what drives us every day. And you started a creamery in college. Yeah. So I feel like I most people a, were like, I mean, how do you do even do that is in your dorm room? Well, no, no, no. I was on a team that started a creamery on campus in college. Um, oh, so a creamery we had, we team. Had the backing and the, and the financial, uh, balloon of a college campus. Uh, so, um, so I, I didn't do that. I didn't go at that alone. Um, but I went on to work for a huge dairy in Delaware and then decided to come home and do it on my own a year out of college. So our, our college did not have creaming teams. Your college was lacking. Yeah, yeah clearly. Yeah. But I grew up in Indiana, clearly. so we had a surplus of pork and ham. Um, <laughs> yeah. so you combine the two together, we could have made it. Um, <laughs> Jake, how do you plan on scaling Wendy Farms Ice Cream, which is which is the parent company to this beautiful creation and other creations, as you mentioned? What is it, tomato pie ice cream? Yeah, tomato pie. We've got a sweet corn ice cream, then we've got a couple other fruit-based normal things that people don't completely hate. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really know if we necessarily plan on scaling, per se, in, in a grand scheme. Um, you know, it's it's done wonders for our business thus far, but we're not just an ice cream company. Uh, so our goal is to be able to get as many people out to the farm to try it as possible. And if we feel that the demand still exists, then we're going to try to shoot for some logistics loop to try to uh, market it more widely. But we, we haven't really gotten to that point yet. I'm a, a single man operation, so I haven't really mentally gotten to that point yet. So we're we're just kind of seeing where it takes us for now, and in the next uh, month or so, we're going to decide whether we want to try to take it nationally. We've had we've had probably a thousand inquiries about shipping so far. So so you churn, chop, add, market, package, and sell all by yourself. Pretty much. Oh my god! Oh, wow. No where, wonder your forearms look big so in that where picture. Can, where a lot can of work. Find this. Like where where can people get it? Also, shipping ice well, right cream now. is like a whole thing we should talk about after this. I mean, <laughs> brutal, man. Yeah. It is brutal. Uh, right now, you can drive to New Jersey and get it from get it from us in northwestern New Jersey. Um, but potentially in the future, we might might look into shipping. So, but it's a it's a headache. Okay, so, in and of itself, so. New Jersey, we should all yep. go. I'm in. You should all go. Every one of you should come to New Jersey just for ice cream because there's not much else going on. Um, so. Yeah, come come out and see us. Hey, if you're in New Jersey, anybody out there listening, which we have a huge demographic in New Jersey, we're really popular in New Jersey, um, make sure you go check out Wendy Farms Ice Cream. Meet the man himself, Jake Hunt. He's standing here in a picture that I'm looking at, uh, overlooking a, a beautiful field with a couple scoops of ice cream in his hand right now. It looks like some real fresh pork uh, sitting in there. Uh, he'll show you around. He'll let you taste it. Jake. This is some 100%. cool stuff that I didn't know I needed. I know. I definitely Thank needed it. And I also challenge everyone listening to eat two and a half gallons of it <laughs> Yeah. and consume 100%. two full pounds of Taylor ham because I'm going to do that when I get to Jersey. <laughs> hey, thanks, awesome. Jake. Thank you, guys. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Everybody has a crazy idea. And, and I want, I want a, to live in a world where those crazy ideas can be something. I really do. I, I want to live in a world where tomato, ice cream, and pork mixed with dairy and toast and maple syrup can make that dude millions. Ben, I want to be led by Jake. Me too. And I'm 100% serious. This is my new breakfast. Uh, Jesse, I don't, 
I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> I really don't. But but I'm really excited. But I support you no matter what because that's what this podcast <laughs> is about. Um, up next, uh, not as crazy. I, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm, this is my opinion. This doesn't seem as crazy as an idea. We're looking at the truffle products today, Sarah. The creator of Truffle Handbags. Are you listening? Are you out there? Can we speak with I'm you? I'm here. Yes. Hi. Hey, Sarah. I'm so excited about this. I know. It's so nice to meet you guys. Um, this is really fun for me. Sarah, Good. we're looking at your Truffle products right now, so we're familiar, uh, but the listeners are not. Um, this is not a touch, smell, and scratch show. You remember those back that in the day? Would, I don't how know if that made make sense. a podcast that? Oh, that's the future. Um, explain yeah. to our listeners what truffle handbags are and why you chose to invest into this. So, well, as you can imagine, um, or or maybe maybe not, but maybe I should fill you in. There's been a shift in thinking about Clear. Um, when we launched the company in 2012. Um, no one was doing clear products. At least no one was doing pretty clear products. And today, clear is very much part of our lifestyle in a sense. Um, you know, if you get on an airplane and you have a carry-on, most likely you might have a clear bag in your in your suitcase. Um, if you are going to an event, whether it be a concert or, you know, a football game, there are now stadium requirements in a lot of stadiums across the country on what you can bring in and how big the bag is that you can carry. And so um, our answer to this has been to create a line of beautiful, functional, but um, really focus on sleek and chic, bringing an element of style to the clear handbag market and, and clear accessory bags um, as well. Do you feel naked when mm, you wear them? That's a good question. <laughs> Um, you know, again, I think maybe a few years ago, you wouldn't want to carry a clear bag because you didn't want to show off your stuff, right? Mm -hmm. The stuff that you kept inside your bag. And today, I think women are more interested in flaunting what they have. You know, I've got a great pair of sunglasses tossed in there or, or a pretty lipstick or a card case or, you know, a phone case. Everyone loves showing off their phone cases. So I think it's a shift, again, in, in thinking about how you use and wear clear products it this is something that jesse asked a question that i've wondered about uh, nudity well <laughs> i i question a lot about that but <laughs> what for women you know uh, what is it in your bags typically that you wouldn't want to show off or is everything today kind of just able to be out in the open i mean i remember back in the day it seemed taboo to have any of your feminine products shown publicly right is that still sure. taboo is that weird i mean i can think of such it, a good question so many products that as a man i'm like is that okay to show off or not so right. i need so i need some clarity i feel like my sixth grade self like still flips out if like a tampon falls out of my purse mm -hmm. well for sure does it so no is that that's still a thing I would say yes. Okay. Um, well, you're the experts. Well, I don't know about experts. <laughs> However, we do recognize that there are things that you might not want out in public, um, a tampon being one of them. You might not also want to be showing off your credit cards and your, you know, your $50 oh, bills. So um, we also have a complimentary line of products that we call privacy products that complement our clarity line of products so that you can tuck away those things that you don't want out in the open and, and use them together. You know, they're, they're complimentary. So even if you're going, so to you solve a, all of our problems and woes. Well, we tried most of them as best we can. Yeah. But, but really we truly do want, we, we, we try and address women's daily needs, but her daily needs now, I mean, she's a woman on the go. So she's, dropping off her kids at carpool she's going off to work or a meeting she's she's using her clear bags in many different formats and she goes from you know from work out for a night out and then she's on a plane for the weekend and she gets to go to a concert so we understand that there are so many different directions that a woman is going these days she's such a multitasker that we try and have options for you know wherever she is in her in her day 
And just to describe these to the listener, they're beautiful. They're really beautiful, clear bags. They have really nice leather. And then how do you source quality plastic like this? Because I feel like this is really nice plastic. It's not like, I don't know, it's like fancy plastic. Fancy plastic. Okay, I'll go with that for sure. So we um, we've come a long way. Um, most plastic is what you see on the market. Clear plastic is PVC. Ours is actually. We made a, you know a, a, a direct. Uh, we really felt strongly about this as a company that we wanted to find a biodegradable um, plastic. So it exists. This is a biodegradable. We're all applauding you. Yeah, I know. It's, it's I was going to grill important. you about that in a second, and you answered my yeah. question. You saved yourself. Nice job. No, no. I mean, it's, it's, we all know that the, the world is precious. The planet is precious. And if we're putting a plastic bag out there on the market, um, it was important to us as a company that we um, really look into that hard. So the plastic that you're holding is, is called TPU. It's thermoplastic polyurethane. It's a solvent-free, biodegradable. Um, so it biodegrades in as little as four years. But women are using these a lot longer than four years, um, of course. So it's, it's a very high-quality, um, you know, piece of handicraft. I mean, we sourced all the, the hardware and the leather, uh, you know, to, it was a meticulous process. And we feel like we had the great, a great production team to help us pull it together. And we're really proud of, you know, what we have on the market the, today. As Jesse said, it, it they are really nice. I mean, I don't know a lot about Thank handbags, you. but I, I, I really like what I'm holding and looking at. And I, I do love that it's biodegradable. I think that was my next question to you is how, how would you confront the criticisms when it comes to offering a world of great products that people are going to purchase, but unhealthy materials that are making it? And so... I, I, I'm kind of just a huge fan of you now. I don't have a lot of criticism anymore, um, which is wow. fine. Um, it was the biodegradable thing, it, wasn't it? You really turned me because yeah. I like the handbags. I mean, they look great. They are. They're very they're, nice. But this is this is not like, an infomercial for truffle. Be organized. I want people to buy them. Um, yes. But this is a podcast about empowering women and men, um, but it, it, highlighting women in leadership in the arenas that they're operating in. One of those things for you is starting this business. How did you find the capital, the motivation to start Truffle? That's a great question. So my co-founder, Maria, and I, we met in business school. And we, um, at UCLA, which we're LA at heart. um, Go Bruins. Yeah, go Bruins. Um, And we... She had a finance background. I had a marketing kind of branding background. We took a little bit of time off after business school to have babies. And then we we really had always had some ideas. And this was one of them that was sort of floating around. And quite honestly, we bootstrapped this thing um, from the very beginning. It's 100% of our own investment. And we run a very lean operation. Um, but at the same time, it allows us to be really nimble. Um, I would say we probably had to make some difficult decisions based on resources or lack thereof. But We've grown it very slowly and methodically, and we're really proud of where we've come. We started with one SKU in four colors, and then we're over 50 SKUs today. And we just launched in Nordstrom earlier this summer, which was super emotional for us. I mean, that was like kind of our end-all, be-all. If we ever could see ourselves you know, in a beautiful retailer like that, we, we could know that we really were, we had made something beautiful that, that, the world liked. So we're we're super proud of where we've come and how we've managed to do it. Nordstrom, were there deal. yeah, that's great. That's uh, were there um were there any risks that you took that paid off? For sure. I think the biggest one was um so early on our first product was a very casual sort of sporty um canvas trim product and as we grew and as the world progressed and as the usage of our products started to change a little bit, women wanted to pull their pretty clear clutch out of their designer handbag. And so we knew we had to elevate the look and feel of it. So we made a big investment in um, a Safiano leather, which you guys are holding in your hands, um, and decided that leather was, you know, a direction that we needed to go. You know, six years ago, we never would have paired leather with plastic, and yet here it is today. 
um, a very natural, you know, beautiful combination that makes a lot of sense and that women want. So that was, that was like, we kind of rolled the dice. It was a big financial investment. It was a big, just like a design decision that we made. And it's been, you know, the best thing we ever did. It's paid off. For sure. What, um, where do you see this? Because you guys are still pretty early, right? You're pretty early stage company. We would say, we would, we, we would say we're early. Yes. So where do you see this going? Like, what's the what's the plan here? So um, I, I would say we're going to keep growing and thriving. Um, we have new product development in the pipeline. So you have the crossbody in your hands, which women are taking to concerts and events. We are launching this month a tote, a clear tote that will also be stadium compliant. So um, you can take it to the football game, but. As we are seeing, and as I mentioned, you know, Claire is having this fashion moment. I mean, it was on the runways in Paris in the spring, Louis Vuitton, Chanel, these luxury design houses that are putting out Claire handbags. So this will also be an answer, um, a chic and sleek, beautiful, functional um, handbag that we'll be launching in the next few weeks. And we can just want to continue to grow. And, and since we are lean and so nimble, we feel like we can be proactive and reactive depending on you know, where we see the market going. Travel is obviously a huge um, channel for us. And um, it's booming. People are spending a lot of money on travel. And we feel like our products, you know, we've got kind of endless ideas on other products that we can come out with over the next few years. Anybody listening, um, Nordstrom is now carrying the truffle bag. Yes. And then also... If, we love our buying team at Nordstrom. They're fantastic. Go they're, Nordstrom. The, Just yeah, go Nordstrom. Um, mm-hmm. And if somebody doesn't have a Nordstrom near them, where else can they find the truffle bag? So go on our website. We have a store locator. We have businesses popping up all the time who want to work with us. Um and we certainly would love to sell you direct at truffleco.com. Sweet, Great. Sarah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It was really nice meeting both of you, Ben and Jesse. So nice to Good meet you. Thanks podcast. so much. Good luck with the business. Thank you very much. Take care. Today we've had a couple uh, products uh, on the podcast that are, well, actually we've had one product, the, the ice cream. I was going to say we've had a couple of products that's like, Oh, I, why didn't I think of that kind of thing? Oh, no. This is the truffle bag is one of those. This is obviously uh, extremely high quality, but it's like a clear bag. Of course the, the ice cream, cool stuff. We didn't know we needed who comes up with ham ice cream. What kind of, I don't know. Freak comes up. No. <laughs> I mean, absolutely crazy. Oh my god! But he's gonna kill it. He's gonna it's make a million dollars. I don't think he's a freak. I think he's a brilliant. That's like, it. Yeah. I mean, we're talk. We're still talking about it. Yeah. And he's we are. Brilliant. We just saw a different company. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I don't mean so freak in a bad wanna, way. I'm saying freak as in I don't get him because he's a lot smarter than I am. The uh, he gets it. I do want to say about the truffle bags. I was wondering, you know, just. As someone who looks at like fashion companies all the time, I felt like it was, it's hard to, I call this like defensibility. She brought up, um, you know, Louis Vuitton and all these other companies and how they're doing it. And then I'm like, well, how do you protect your product? You know? I don't know. Like, so now they could just kind of take her business. Yeah. But Truffle's going to do it better. You know why? Because they got biodegradable plastics um true this podcast with allison sweeney uh sharing nuggets of truth she's not finished yet we know it um jesse ben thanks for guiding me through this thanks for leading thank you for being a human in thank leadership you for being a human a human in leadership thanks, just thanks for just being a human ben <laughs> thank you that's, that's the best compliment i've gotten all day <laughs> Everybody, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Follow Lady Bosses and Ben on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. iHeartRadio. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.